Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. And these days on the YouTube as well, youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. If you're watching the show, do us a favor, hit that subscribe button, hit the notify bell, and give us a thumbs up. Uh, it'll really help. Uh, the show also, if you're listening to us in the audio realm, do us a favor, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. That also helps us greatly. Uh, if you want to check out some bonus content from Going In Raw this Friday, we've got our latest episode of Overrun. Uh, it's exclusive to $5 and up patrons and uh, YouTube channel members. All you got to yeah, you do is click join. Uh, last week on Overrun, we had our WCW Nitro episode one retro review you guys asked us to bring back retro reviews they're back once a month uh exclusive to uh patrons youtube channel members uh for a, a, an exclusive timed window and then i don't know like a week or two yeah. i'll throw it up on the regular some channel. random uh, uh, span of time it'll end up on our it's going to be completely random yeah it exactly will be. It'll just be, oh oh we got to do this don't we yeah all right we'll probably up. do that yeah do yeah. it yeah exactly how, how things, we uh, operate here going in wrong sort of how we do things around here uh anyways on today's episode of course we're going to talk about aew dynamite from last night and all the goings-ons there uh and then uh, we're also going to talk about uh the <laughs> warner brothers discovery just messing up time after time after time uh so we'll start there so uh, on yesterday's Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer explained why last night we didn't see a Jay Briscoe memorial show on Dynamite, which everybody figured, hey, at least they'd give the guy a 10-bell salute. They'd do something besides just the, the card at the beginning that they did and a couple mm-hmm. people with the armbands. And yeah, Nick Scalper uh, mentioning him a couple yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Dave Meltzer had this to say these transcripts come to you via wrestlingnews.co he said if you watch tonight's show and you're expecting something i know a lot of people were 
something like the Brody Lee show. And obviously that didn't happen. There was basically a graphic at the start of the show. And at the very end of the show, there was a mention by Excalibur. A lot of guys uh, had armbands, a lot of them, but there was not any kind of big tribute because they were not allowed by Warner Brothers Discovery to do one. They filmed a one-hour show in Fresno tonight that will be on Honor Club. They'll be doing another tribute show. When they finally do the Ring of Honor television show, the first show will feature a lot of J matches, and the tribute show will as well when it's all put together. At Super Card of Honor in late March on WrestleMania weekend, there will also be a kind of memorial to Jay or something to honor Jay. We have a list here of uh, the tribute uh, show match card. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we'll get to that in just a second. It seems like a cool card. Warner Brothers Discovery, if I'm if I'm Tony Khan, man, that's not really helping things when it comes to like renewing your TV deal, huh? No, it's incredibly disappointing that uh, you know, I, I guess a little bit of backstory uh, here is apparently when uh, you know, Ring of Honor temporarily folded before Tony Khan uh, bought the company. Um, you know, there was talk you know, this, the Briscoes were free agents, and there was a lot of talk. Will they will they come to AEW? You know, FTR was clear and had been clear for a while. They wanted to wrestle, um, and uh, and whatever you know efforts Tony Khan might have made to sign the Briscoes. Apparently, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery said we don't want them on television because of some of a, a tweet or or, or or maybe several tweets. I don't know exactly. Jay uh, put up that we're awful. I don't want to minimize. They were yeah, awful there, in yeah, there were some home, Yeah, some homophobic tweets that Jay put up back in 2013 that were, as you said, awful. Mm-hmm. They were. However, on multiple occasions throughout the last 10 years, mm-hmm. and not just to try to get on TV, but on multiple occasions, um, Jay has apologized, um, and, and he gave a fairly insightful uh, 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 apology uh, let me see if I still have that up the one, here. The one he he did la- as recently as last year, like last March. The, the, the one, yeah, the one last March. Uh, he said this. He said, I said some dumb shit a long time ago. I apologized for it, and I'll apologize again. It was stupid. I feel like now there are people who look at us like we can't cheer for them because they hate a certain group of people. We don't hate nobody. We love everybody. We're just some country boys. I thought I was taking a stand for the Lord back in the day. You realize from that immaturity, that's not what you were doing because anything God and the Lord, he has love above everything, above anything. Uh, This is now Mark. He says that card trumps anything else. What you thought you were doing, taking a stand for the Lord was counterproductive to the kingdom of God, not only to being a human being and relating with other humans that we live uh, with and love. Um, So there have been multiple apologies over the years and in fact, multiple uh, uh, wrestlers from the LB, LGBTQ plus community paid tribute to Jay said this guy turned it around. What more like when, when people, when, 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 when somebody says something like this years ago and they endeavor to truly make a change in their mm-hmm. outlook and their life and the, in the way they live and the way they approach, you know, humanity mm-hmm. and they, and they genuinely make that change. I can't think of a better example to put on TV. Then somebody like that mm-hmm. who's gone through the process of changing and evolving and bettering themselves. Yeah. Agreed. I don't get it. Um, yeah. It's incredibly disappointing yeah. that, that, you know, Warner brothers discovery had that stance to, to begin with given the evolution that we saw with Jay Briscoe. And then, and then even last night, considering the circumstances weren't willing to budge on that stance. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's, 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 it's incredibly disappointing. It really is. Yeah. Um, Not to it, mention hypocritical because there's all sorts of other instances where Warner, Warner Brothers Discovery uh, fine working with other people with, you know, who who were, who didn't grow as, as humans. And I'm not going to name names here. We have a super chat here from MDB who does this, that. But I, I appreciate the super chat and I appreciate the sentiment. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's 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 it's. It's not good. Honestly, Warner Brothers Discovery, and this is this is an instance where it sort of goes above and beyond things like, you know, canceling the Batgirl movie because they want a tax incentive. Like, this deals with, like, a person who with a family who just died mm-hmm. and a wrestling company who wants to, you know, pay tribute to him. Uh, but, you know, time and again, Warner Brothers Discovery, especially since this new fella took over, the Zaslav or whatever his name is, it's just fuck up after fuck up. It really is. It really is. Yeah, it really is. It's 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 a bummer they couldn't do more on TV last night, you know, and on and I guess given the circumstances, it seems like Tony Khan is trying to do the best he can. Um, you know, the you mentioned talking about this card for the uh, the Jay Briscoe celebration of life show. We can get to that now. Um, we got Yuka Sakazaki versus Sandra Moon, Juice Robinson versus Brandon Cutler, Marina Shafir versus Mighty Mira, Eddie Kingston versus QT Marshall, Athena versus Madison Rain. Uh, Wheeler Yuta versus I'm not familiar with Shino. I don't know. Who, I've um, do you know who who that is? Uh, wait, I'm trying to get through you. Uh, I am not. I can look them up. Real thank quick, you, though. thank you. And then uh, we got uh, Claudio Castagnoli taking on Christopher Daniels. Um, and I read some of the 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 the, the spoilers, if you will, from the tribute show. And, and there's a, a couple uh, people that come out and drop promos uh, honoring Jay Briscoe. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if they're, uh, uh, taking these matches and putting in some of Jay's work throughout the show, trying to make it like a, a, a two hour memorial show, um, it could be, it could be, it could be, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So, but it's, it's just disappointing. We didn't get something like that last night on dynamite because of, of, I, yeah. Warner, of Warner discovery. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've, like I, look, we're gonna sort of expose our uh, our lack of knowledge in Japanese. Oh, okay. Defmo says Shino Shino wrestled uh, Kenny on on Dark. I did hear about that. Okay, okay, all right. Thank you. Probably Thank a really you, good wrestler we haven't heard of, and yeah, they're about totally. to blow up. <laughs> totally, <laughs> that's who they are. Yeah. Um. So uh. So yeah, dude. Um. Very disappointing. Uh. But uh. But yeah, it sounds like there's a lot in the pipeline uh, in terms of honoring Jay Briscoe. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, and you know what? Like, I'm sure his family has more important things right now to deal with than, you know, worrying about Warner Brothers Discovery and their bullshit. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, anyways, Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that 
and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, Dynamite last night. What did you think of the show, dude? Um, I thought it was I thought it was a pretty enjoyable show. There were some really good matches. Uh, Young Bucks and Top Flight put on a hell of a match. Hey, you know what, man? I was thinking during that match, I'm like, you know, the Young Bucks really need to let Top Flight go over here mm-hmm. because they're not in the tag team. The Young Bucks are not in the tag team. No, they're a trios anymore. team they're, now. They're a trios team now, and you need to build up the tag division, and what better way to do that, especially with Top Flight. They're so good. They're really good. Um, I know. I know. Uh, what better way to do that than to give them a big win over the Young Bucks? And that's exactly what happened. That's what happened. Now we need to see the follow-through because, of course, Private Party defeated the Young Bucks uh, years ago uh, Mm -hmm. when they were trying to, when they had that tournament to crown the first tag champs. And as we see with Private Party, the follow-through hasn't exactly always been there. Um, Yeah. So hopefully the follow-through with with this is much more successful. Also, Brian Danielson, Bandito, beat the hell out of each other. Oh, my God. I swear, man, I texted you. I was like, this match is starting to fall apart. Because towards the end, it was getting sloppy, but kind of fun sloppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. good. It was, it was good. good. It was really good. Um, probably from a storyline perspective, the most substantial thing that happened is we saw an interesting heel turn uh, from Tony Storm and fairly surprisingly, Soraya. Now, I... I I really, I actually really, really, really like Tony Storm's heel work. We saw a little bit of that. Oh, NXT, same, yeah. And it was great. And what we saw at her promo last night was awesome. Yeah. Um. So I'm happy they turned Tony heel because after her title run and subsequent loss, they need to do something with her to keep her involved because she's great. Yeah. And a heel turn, I think, is going to do it. Um. I was a bit surprised they turned Soraya heel. What? Two months after she came back. It um, is kind of surprising, but maybe but it's something that she wanted to do. Even if it's not, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I, I like, mean. Like, I like the angle they're taking with it, where it's like, oh, all these AEW homegrown talents—they living in this bubble. They don't know what it's essentially. They don't know what it's like in the real world of professional wrestling, i.e., WWE. Yeah, right. Yeah, and so they yeah, look no. down on them. Yeah. Um, I like uh, uh, Sheeta's reactions to all this. Like she's just standing next to him in that little, you know, segment. Um, it honestly immediately last night it seemed like Soraya was having more fun than since she's been there. And it's only oh, yeah. been like you said, it's been a couple months. It hasn't yeah. even been that long. She had two matches. Um, but it seems clear that her and Tony are probably gonna have a lot of fun doing this, and it solves the problem of well, Jamie Hayter's a good Jamie like her regardless of her actions, Jamie Hader is going to be cheered. 
And if they want, if they do not want to do the Britt Baker thing just yet, which I think it's smart to to hold off on that, mm-hmm. you know, give her give her a line because if if Britt Baker's going to turn on her, then Britt Baker's probably got to get that title, um, and to, to make the story a bit more interesting, um, make that like a big big deal. In the meantime, yeah, sure, why not? Like it is it is kind of surprising that they're they're turning Soraya uh this early. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh but yeah, man, I don't know. I'm like whatever, I'll go with it. I'm cool with it. And it's going to be you interesting know. to see if they're it kind of got uh, the sense of it a line in the sand drawn between former WWE talents. I mean, we saw last night with Ruby Soho. She comes mm-hmm. out to make the save um to to help Willow after Tony and Soraya start uh, stomping on her, mm-hmm, yeah. But herself being a former WWE wrestler, are Tony and Soraya going to try to recruit her mm-hmm, yeah. to their side? It's going to be interesting. And we I mean after what happened last week, we all thought, oh, she doesn't be the one that turns heel. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like it. Mm-hmm, yeah. It also it also capitalizes on a really and you know honestly we've criticized AW in the past for not sort of reading the room, um, and uh, and. Ruby Soho had put in just a terrific performance in that street fight, and it was a very memorable one. Same way Britt Baker did. She, mm-hmm. If you know where the camera's at, you got all sorts of blood going on. People are going to talk about you. Yeah. Uh, and Ruby got a huge pop last night when she came to make the save. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man, Ruby's never had that run in AEW that we mm-hmm. all kind of feel she really deserves and real she could run with. Yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe that's going to be now. With you know, because obviously her and uh, and 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 Willow are going to have a thing with Soraya and yep. uh, and Tony Storm, Seems and I like think it. you want to capitalize on Ruby Soho being you know one of your top faces at this point. Agreed. And you know we we've we've often criticized AEW for how they've handled the creative of their women's division. Mm-hmm. It seems like we have a story that's involving, yeah, you know, a, 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 a decent portion of the division that apparently will cross over. And we'll have multiple feuds kind of springing off from this. And yeah. I saw some speculation on social media last night that maybe it'll lead to blood and guts. Yeah, I saw that same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if that's great. the case, that's awesome. Yeah, right. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And 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 I like that it's it's away from the title. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I thought that was that was good, too, because you want you want strong stuff that doesn't have to include titles. Exactly. Stuff. Exactly. And, and if you got Saray and Tony and maybe other former, uh, uh, you know, WWE talents here kind of forming it, maybe a loose faction. It's kind of a line. They, they have a they have, you know, they have a common philosophy. WWE's better than any place else, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> and anybody right, who yeah. hasn't worked there, uh, they're kind of amateurs. I mean, that's kind of mm. seemingly what was Tony's philosophy yeah. last night during her promo. Yeah, um, right, yeah. uh, that's, you've never been hitting the you've never been hitting the face with a pie. <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah. Um, you know that's that's some fun stuff that they could use to tell some stories. So hopefully, again, it's all about follow through. It's an interesting premise. I like the heel turn. Um, follow through with more interesting stuff. Give us give give the women time to tell their stories and put on really good matches. And this could be really great. Yeah, absolutely. It hey, let really me ask great. you this. Going what? back to, uh, because you're right, this is some good story stuff, and that's what we're all about, man. We like the story mm-hmm. stuff. Um, going back to Top Flight, where would you go now for follow-through in terms of giving them characters beyond, hey, we do really cool high-flying stuff? I feel like you know, I feel like Street Pro- uh, uh sorry, uh, what's their names? Um, Private Party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Street Private Party. I feel like they 
uh, eventually sort of found characters by not being used. Like they were like in in character, they just been dicked around by like a bunch of people contractually yeah. wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like first Matt Hardy, then it was uh, you know, the fir- now it's the firm, and it's like they're just always seem to be kind of sad. And so like I'm like, man, I kind of feel like they've actually built some character. They just need story to go along with exactly, it, exactly, exactly. Where they're not just bystanders. Yeah. Um, as far as top flight is concerned, obviously you don't want to go down that route because it hasn't really led to. No. success no. for uh, uh for private party what would you do with top flight in order to just give them some character like besides just let them be themselves i mean part of it i mean yeah they whatever character they have should be extensions of themselves because then it comes off as more genuine um i mean we uh, saw yeah. we saw dante's development on the mic while darius was out hurt um and i wonder if we if they could use you know darius's i i can't remember who mentioned this but someone mentioned that he, he was injury prone Mm-hmm. He had to he had to run a bad luck, Darius, did yeah. seemingly with with getting hurt. If the, if if Darius specifically, but them as a unit too, can use that as a chip on their shoulder to say, "Hey, we people think we're in Darius is injury prone." And Dante can see, well, you know, people can obviously see that I have a lot of talent, but people don't think I can be a star. We're here to prove that we can, you know, uh, dispel people whatever preconceived notions they have about us individually or as a team based on what we've done so far, and go out there. And, and be champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, be baby faces still, but at the same time, have that chip on your shoulder. You know, with all the time that, uh, the throughout both st- when Darius was injured and Dante was doing a lot of solo work, mm-hmm. I thought he really developed nicely on the mic. Yeah. I thought that he was really coming along and, and maybe some of it is just like, you know, let them, let them get more, it's reps, you know, reps. Yeah. Just let them talk a bunch mm-hmm. uh, and then and then get them into into some sort of story. I don't know, man. I mean, you got the most popular act in AEW is your tag team champions. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not even sure that you want to have them be good guys. I like the idea of the chip on their shoulder. Um, well, if they can if they could find because uh, top top flight came in, top flight came in relatively. Early. How long have they been in, in AEW? Yeah, I mean, they weren't, you know, obviously from from the very beginning, but it wasn't not long. It wasn't long after they joined the company. Um, yeah. You know, and, and what you could do with top flight is take your time, let them develop as characters. I mean, obviously in, from the in-ring perspective, they're ready because they're great. Yeah. Um, but from a character perspective, let them develop and you can kind of have their rise to the top kind of run parallel to the acclaim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The acclaimed are the most over act in the entire company. Mm-hmm. And then if, and when you have a heel team, Mm-hmm. beat the acclaim for those tag titles yeah yeah then top flight is ready to to uh, assume the role of number one babyface tag team while the acclaim ready can to maybe, take off yes exactly while the acclaim can do stuff still as a tag team outside the title picture for a, a spell yeah 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 it'll be interesting to see uh what they do with this because i'd like to see i'd love to see that tag team blow up the tag team division blow mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. like it had uh in the past uh, i think they've got a lot of where is private party anyway? <laughs> They're on dark and elevation. Ethan Page mentioned uh, that he's been making Isaiah Cassidy's life a living hell during his promo last night. <laughs> They're all wrapped. They're wrapped up in the Matt Hardy, Ethan Page thing. That's yeah. They played out to- exclusively on dark and elevation, but based on what I've seen on Twitter is like really f- interesting, fun stuff. It's actually good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last night's dynamite began with, uh, like we said, uh, in memory of Jay Briscoe card, you know, so at least I got that in. Uh, and then we kick things off with the all Atlantic title, orange Cassidy versus Jay lethal. Of course, if double J or Satnam Singh 
got involved. Sanjay Dutt, you know, the sort of brains of the whole operation. Yeah, yeah. He's fired. You know, I haven't necessarily been the the uh, Jeff Jarrett's top fan, but I thought he was wildly entertaining in, during this match because all he wanted to do was jump over the barricade and destroy Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Do you and, see what I'm talking and about San, now? And Sanjay, and Sanjay sweating this entire time, yeah, not just yeah, during the match, but it, after the match, <laughs> to keep Double J or Satnam from getting involved in any way and costing him his job. And the way that was driving him nuts and the lengths yeah. he was going to to keep them from getting involved was actually pretty darn entertaining. It's a pretty clever little story beat, isn't it? It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah I like that. Good. And then, you know, the best friends come over because they're going to go sit, you know, in their seats too. Bob, right yeah, behind when, Double J and Satin. Right Sage behind them because, like, Double yeah. J and, and those guys, they had kicked some fans out of their seats. Oh man, I gotta, I gotta buy another slap nut shirt, man. He's crack, he's cracking me up these days. Um, so anyways, uh, this was, no, this this is, this is a terrific match, man. Uh, Jay lethal even hit, uh, his, uh, lethal injection Mm -hmm. on orange Cassidy, but Cassidy went rolling out of the ring. Um, let's see here. Uh, Chuck, uh, then it shows Chuck dumping some popcorn on Sanjay Dutt's head. The ref confronts Dutt. Jarrett tries to hand lethal his guitar. Dan Housen intercepts that lethal chases him around the ring, then into the ring. Orange rolls up, Jay gets two with that, but then Cassidy hits orange punch, hits an orange punch to get the win. Uh, and then best friends get in the ring. Jarrett, Singh, and Dutt jump the barricade. Singh gets in the ring, grabs the best friends uh, by the throat. Like uh, but Dutt the choke slam them, yeah. Yeah, right. Dutt's like, Dutt's like, dude, come on, let him go, let him go. He does. And then Double J's about to blast Orange. Cassidy with tar- Dutt snatches it from him. And then Orange gives Dutt some shin kicks. Sanjay. Takes off his jacket to respond, but Lethal holds him back at that point. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it it's was, pretty funny stuff. It was it was all really entertaining, and uh, it's pretty impressive that Orange Cassidy can find creative ways to still mm-hmm. get the comedy stuff in the matches, but you don't lessen his character's intensity when he needs to have it. Yeah, I mean they yeah, found a really good balance between having him have the intensity of a competitor that you sh- you need to, be, to take seriously, mm-hmm. but also you get the comedy bits in there too. Yeah, you know, a lot of people have asked us that question, you know, over the past couple of years. Like, how do you keep a comedy act like Orange Cassidy fresh? And honestly, he's done a pretty good job of it, whether it's the match. One of my favorite matches last year, the Shibata match in Mm -hmm. Orange Cassidy, where he sort of, you know, he brings the intensity when him as a character wants to bring the intensity. um, And then all the other times, you know, he's he's his cool, normal self. Uh, But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Then we get a Darby. Allen Kushida video package. That's our main event for the evening and uh, highlighting uh, Kushida's career around the world. Uh, and then we got Top Flight versus Young Bucks. Uh, both uh, uh, Nick and Matt had some uh, armbands that said Jay on them. As did uh, Jay Lethal earlier. Yes, you know? that's right. Yes. He had you. a Briscoe one, yeah. And then uh, Bandito and Brian Danielson did later mm-hmm. in the show as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fantastic bout early on. So much fun. So much uh, fun, man. You know, Nick is 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 generally credited or, 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 or said to be one of the best athletes in AEW. You know, and so early on, it was a, it was a battle of one upsmanship between Dante mm-hmm. and Nick, and Dante was consistently getting the better of it, and it was frustrating Nick. Mm-hmm, so yeah. then Nick slaps him mm-hmm. uh, and tags in Matt. Matt goes right for the throat. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that early story beat, I thought was great. Uh, that down towards the end. Uh, so uh, Nick, uh, Top Flight hits a 
like I, I would assume is their finisher because I can't imagine them hitting a move that's going to be more destructive than this. A powerbomb nosedive combo. That was awesome. Yeah. Awesome yeah. on Matt. So Nick breaks up that pin, drags Matt to their corner, tags himself in, hits Darius with the springboard X-Factor, mm-hmm. takes out Dante on the floor with the moonsault off the apron, then hits Darius with the springboard destroyer. Mm-hmm. Darius kicks out of that. So then mm-hmm. Matt, he kisses the Jay Briscoe armband. The Young Bucks hit Darius with the Doomsday device. Dante breaks up that pin. And then uh, Dante dumps both Matt and Nick out of the ring, looks for a springboard splash. Uh, instead, he gets uh, stereo super kicks midair. Uh, the Young Bucks call for a BTE trigger on Darius. He ducks it, so they knock knees, and then he rolls up Matt to get the win. Yeah, yeah, solid stuff. The uh, Doomsday device, shout out to uh, to the Briscoes mm-hmm. as well. Excalibur mm-hmm. called that one out. Mm-hmm. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, after that, hit the spa music. We got some gun club going on. Uh, um, even the spa music, I'm starting to warm to it. Oh, I've been warming that for a while now. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. I do. Honestly, the gun club talk about development. They have come a long really way since really the split have. from their dad. And I like, I like this segment right here. So the gun club come out to cut a promo. Uh, he says, you know, show the, uh, he tells the crowd, show some respect to the best tag team in the world. And they've really been able to make the most out of that FTR win. Yeah. That's what I like about that. That was a big springboard for where they are right now. That that win really meant something. In just a couple of weeks. And that's what you want if you're going to have a big win like that. Hopefully, Top Flight can do the same. Exactly. The same thing. Because Gun Club has really come from like not having much character beyond just being obnoxious to, I'm not going to say necessarily like super fleshed out, but we have a much better idea as to who they are and and, and all that kind of stuff. So anyways, Mm -hmm. uh, Austin says last week, the acclaimed embarrassed us on national TV, but what you forget is that we made the acclaimed popular. We made them champs. We even gave them our dad, but I promise that's going to be the last time they ever embarrass us. So the acclaimed come out. Uh, The ass boys are like yelling for the truck to cut the music. We don't want to hear (laughs) <laughs> his rhymes and uh caster asked the crowd what did you guys here to come here to hear the ass boys talk or do you want to hear me freestyle and then you know crowd obviously pops for that he says yeah we're gonna freestyle and then uh, they sh- he says show shut off austin's mic and hit my music and then caster drops a couple verses the acclaim gets in the ring they brawl with the guns and then billy gunn peels them all off And uh, the ass boys leave the ring and Billy gets on the mic and says, I'm sick and tired of this. I'm tired of the whiny self-privilege of you guys talking about the gun club. He says, and the acclaimed, you guys are tag champs. Let's start acting like it. He says, you know, we've got the guns. We all have some sort of issues next week. We're all going to sit down and hash this out. He says, so right now I've got two words for you. Family therapy. 
So we'll see how that that segment's either going to be complete trash. I get the feeling it's going to be entertaining. Yeah, because everybody everybody amongst these guys, I think that they do entertaining stuff. Yeah, I agree. I I I I, I hope it comes off pretty pretty well, because um, it's going to go a long way in terms of developing the Gun Club, uh, their characters. And I like mm. that they're coming back around to this feud between the Acclaim and the Gun Club now. Um, that the uh, acclaimed are champs, Gun Club. You know they'll try to take credit for the acclaimed success. Mm-hmm. Um, there's good stuff to work with there. After that, we had a Hangman Page interview with Renee. This was great. Uh, she asked, you know, after last week, how you feel, and he says, physically, I feel fine. But after our first match, John took something from me, and I told him to his face that I would beat him for the world title. I did it. He took my word for me, and I and, and knocked me out. And I feel like with this win over John, I at least have my word back. So Renee says, John said something interesting to me that uh, you really pushed uh, Mox to be a better version of himself and take it to places he both didn't like going and liked going. And how does that make you feel? Um, And Paige says, well, I understand the nature of wrestling. In our first match, he put me to sleep. But then he wanted to make a joke about it. So I told him to his face, I'd knock him out cold if I had to beat him, and I did. And if he has something else to say about that, he could say it to my face, and I'll gladly do it again. And Renee asks, where do you go from here? And Hangman says, well, something you said earlier that kind of reminded me of where I like to go. Some tough com- some tough conversations I'd like to have. Need to mend some fences that have needed mending for a long time. I don't want to get overly specific. I'll just leave it at that. So Renee, Renee wraps it up. And it feels like in most other circumstances, they would have turned the camera off or cut the feed. And that would have been the end of the conversation. So this felt like a little aside that wasn't supposed to be photographed for the TV show. So Paige says, "I only, I only wish that they had, because it was, it was clear what was happening." Yeah, but just for the purposes of like giving it that extra feel, like bring the camera down a little bit, like or at least kind of leave it over, like the cameraman's not holding it, like it's done. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. So uh, Paige says, "You know, hey, how is Mox actually feeling?" And Renee says, "You know, for the better part of ten years, as long as I've known him, he's been hurt in some way, but he'll dust himself off." And Paige says, "Okay, good. If you get a chance, could you tell?" Actually, never mind. It's stupid. Yeah. So you have, I mean, this reminded me, and I, I, it's not, maybe it's related, maybe it's not. That first time Hangman came out and talked all that shit about CM Punk, and he got out of the mm-hmm. ring and gave that heavy sigh. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I probably read too much of it into it at the time, but it felt that like. Heavy, that heavy sigh was just, I don't be working with this guy. That could be, but it felt like, <laughs> yeah. I don't really want to do what I just did, but I have to do it in yeah. terms of. Going, going in so hard on CM Punk. And this had the same vibe to it, where the camera's rolling, he's got to be tough guy wrestler. When he thinks the camera's off, he's out of page, you know? Well, it's kind of interesting that the beat that he took last week uh, after he saw Mox be concussed, yeah. and he didn't look happy about it. Mm-mm. And he looks at Mox, and Mox is a guy who's like basically a 180 of that. You know, Mox is a guy who's fine concussing people. He's fine being concussed. Mm-hmm. It, as Renee just said, it takes him to a place he likes going. It pushes him to be better. And Hangman, I think his thing is, I'm not like that. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. You know, I want people. Yes, yeah. I want to wrestle. I don't want to like you know make somebody go blank. He's got a family. I've got a family. Mm-hmm. Like we need to be thinking about that stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think oh, that's I like it. that's it's that dynamic is so much more interesting. Than just oh, I'm gonna you know hangman during the punk feud I'm gonna destroy you <laughs> that yeah. weird shit yeah um this feels much more you know interesting and 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 some you know 
some some fuel for some good story right here. Exactly. Because yeah, this is something they'll probably revisit after uh, Mox takes a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it feels that way. Uh, after that, we had Jake Hager in his hat taking on Ricky Starks. Uh, Chris Jericho joins commentary for this one. At one point, uh, Hager has his hat on, and then Starks rams his head into the top turnbuckle, takes the hat off, and puts it on himself. Um, it's it's pretty interesting how Hager, to a degree, has reinvented himself as a comedy wrestler. Yeah, I know, and somehow it really works. It does really work. <laughs> like, like last week when I said, "I'm going to knock your face off that face," or yeah. whatever he I'm said, "kick your face off your face," whatever. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty funny stuff. Um, it, but yeah, this is a fun bout. Good win for Starks here. Um, so the finish saw uh, Matt Menard get on the apron. So Starks knocks him off, and then Parker gets on the apron. So Starks takes a swing at him. Parker ducks, grabs him, so that Hager can hit him. So Hager mm-hmm. charges, and as mm-hmm. he's about to approach Parker, Starks evades, so Hager knocks Parker off the apron. Hager turns around, Starks hits him with a spear to get the win, and then Sammy and uh, uh, Daniel Garcia sprint to the ring to attack Ricky Starks. Ricky escapes, goes up to the crowd. Yeah, there was a great, uh, there was a great shot of uh, Starks in the crowd. He's, his bag is turned to the camera, he turns around and goes like this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> make for a good gif uh, after that. You know, it is it is really fun to see, especially, you know, 2022 wasn't the best year for AEW story wise. Mm-hmm. It is really nice to see a lot of these things start to come together and you see Ricky Starks become a star in front of our eyes. Yeah, like you can see him get that credibility after a rocky 2022 where he was sometimes not even on TV for like yeah. weeks or months at a time. Yeah. And virtually, um, no, ever, I think just about every match on uh, Dynamite last <laughs> night was story motivated. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. if not exactly story motivated, at least it was motivated by building up or, or, or developing, you know, one of the uh, 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 or competitors in, in, in the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It just yeah. seems like because Darby is continuing the story he had last time when he was TNT champion, he's going to wrestle all the time with it and wear himself out. Or is he going to wear himself out this time? He had the top flight match against the Young Bucks, get that huge win for top flight to build them up in the tag division. Yeah. Every match had a purpose last night also. They're not there. Yeah. It's like they're not spinning wheels. Yeah. Yes. Uh, After that, we had an Adam Cole returns video package. Talks about, I'm going to run AEW and I'm going to run over anybody who stands in my way. Chugs Army. (laughs) Uh, And then we had a Chris Jericho interview. He says, you know, Starks has been out there insulting us, mocking us. He's been evading us. And worst of all, he's been beating us. He said, but next week it's all going to end because I've requested a tag team match with Starks and Action Andretti against Sammy and me, Chris Jericho. Garcia's there. And Sammy keeps on putting his hand on on uh, on Garcia's uh, over his shoulder. He keeps on like, yeah, to get away. And so uh, Garcia says, hey, man, you know, I'm getting my hands on Andretti this Friday. I want to get my hands on Starks, too. Let me be your tag partner, Chris Jericho. And Sammy says, yeah, this is what we've talked about. He says, we've trained for this. If you beat Action Andretti on Friday, you can have my spot. And I got you new gear just for you. <laughs> And it's a pair of leather pants. And Jericho looks at it all weirdly and says, is this leather? Yeah. <laughs> and then, well, so, this, and so well, as soon as, Sa- as Sammy hands Garcia his pants, he hugs him. <laughs> and then Garcia's like, oh, get off me. And Sammy does it yeah. again. Yeah. It was pretty no, funny. It's funny. Yeah. It's funny uh, and then... <laughs> And then Jericho says, whether it's Lesex Gods, which is him and Sammy, or uh, 
Garcia Co. <laughs> Stark's lucky streak ends for good. And he was so pleased with his own creation of that name, yeah. Garcia Co., which is just awful. It's terrible. It's yeah. terrible. No, I, you know what, man? After, after criticizing the Garcia thing, uh, uh, you know him reverting. I, I really actually like. You know, he's he's pretty fucking entertaining as yeah, a sports is. entertainer. He is, he is. Uh, so then we got Brian Danielson versus Bandito. This match was absolutely spe- spectacular. Um, oh my god, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of great, especially early on. There's a lot of great back and forth, and and I know Brian Danielson has talked for years about wanting to face Blue Panther, mm-hmm. CML wrestler Blue Panther. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they made a point of mentioning on commentary that. Uh, I can't remember if it was Bandito trained with Blue Panther or had some. Mm. There was some relationship there, some degree. So there's a couple times where Bandito's looking to put Blue Panther's finisher on Danielson. It does it at once. Mm-hmm. Little details that yeah. commentary helps flesh out for you, and it it's great. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's great. Uh, so the finish of this sees Danielson get the win. So. I'm not going to go by like a beat by beat thing on this because there's just too much good stuff. Just go watch it. A lot of great technical stuff to start. Especially towards the finish when it starts getting a little sloppy and you see Danielson. Danielson has like a little smile on his face during most of the, you know, end of the match because it's just like, you know, they're just beating the living shit out of each other. They really are. So uh, dad towards the finish, they're trading strikes and then they're trading kicks and then Bandito's looking for another stalling suplex. He heard he hit one earlier. Danielson counters with the knee. He looks for a LaBelle lock, but then Bandito powers him up. And then Danielson kind of flings him off with like a hip toss or an arm drag mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. He's looking for a backslide. Bandito escapes that. Bandito looks for a clothesline. Danielson ducks that and hits a knee plus to get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then afterwards, MJF shows up on the Tron. And after they get the house audio and the TV audio worked out, you can finally hear what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, "I'm feeling a little underappreciated around here. I'm not deaf or blind or dumb. I read all the things, all, all the things these fans have to say about me, claiming I'm not worthy, that I'm not deserving of my position in the company. I'm beginning to think that people forgot who I am or how I became your world champ, and I take that very personally. And to think about all the moments I've given you, people, fickle. Ooh. Since we've crossed paths, Brian, uh, you've only been dealing with masked Max, mm. masked." That's tough to say. Max, masked, Max. masked, Max likes to keep things like light, ha- light, have fun. But you'll find that the further you go on this journey, the closer you get to March fifth revolution in that one hour Iron Man match that you think that you want. The more my mask is gonna begin to slip off and brine. You don't want that shit. Nobody does. See, you may think you're a dragon, but not any dragon is a match for the monster behind the mask. Oh man, is MJF gonna have his own fiend character? Maybe Maxwell Jacob fiend. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's like a so there's like a, a phoning it in MJF, but then there's there's the the, the actual MJF, the yeah, monster. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, so, he's like I mean he's he's mentioned this in promos that he'll he'll only wrestle at pay per view. So there's a, there's definitely an MJF seeming that's willing to coast a little bit. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But once yeah. he feels you know like uh, there's actual competition in front of him, mm-hmm, like his position yeah. is potentially threatened, mm-hmm. and that's when he turns it up. Yeah, we see a little bit more of MJF later on. Yeah. But first, uh, Soraya confronts Sheeta about throwing the kendo stick in the ring. Says, what an idiotic move that was, throwing a kendo stick in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tony says, you know, it wasn't Sheeta's fault that Brick got that kendo. I've known Sheeta for years. She'd never do anything like that. The problem is these AEW homegrown girls, they've just been in this bubble. They've never done anything else. But we know, you know. And then Sheeta's like, what the hell? 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah, <laughs> the, the subtext is they've never been in WWE, so they don't know how, to actually, how this business actually works. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess that is a bit of a rite of passage, the horror of working under Vince McMahon. Uh, what's up, Cultaholic? Rating us Thank for you two for days rating. in a row. Thank, Thank you, guys. You. Appreciate it. Oh, my goodness gracious. So much love. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Sheeta gets pissed. Uh, and then she says, uh, Tony says, speaking of homegrown talent tonight, I'll face Willow and I'm going to show Willow and everybody else exactly why we talking about her and Soraya mm-hmm. are the best. And then Soraya says, and you, Sheeta, stay back here. <laughs> yeah. Don't come out there. And they just leave. Yep. Uh, let me get a Brian Cage interview. Uh, he's got a match against Danielson next week. Asked, uh, how do you feel about that? And he says, how do I feel? It's about damn time. And then he's interrupted by MJF who steps it. Um, he says, uh, I hear you're a machine. Is that right? I need a machine. And what I got here, potentially for you, and he pulls out this giant envelope stuffed with money. Oh, so much cash. Is this envelope, it said in this envelope is more money than either of you, because Prince Nana is there as well. Uh, either of you <clears> gentlemen <throat> have seen in your lives. I don't care if you win. I don't care if you lose. But I do care that you break Danielson's arm. Sound doable? And Cage says, I could probably work that out. MJF stands there, kind of nods his head, whoopa, slaps him. Wow. So then Cage grabs MJF by the neck, and MJF asks, do you want this money or not? And then Prince Nana steps up to Cage and goes, think about the money. So yeah. Cage lets go. And MJF says, that feeling you got right now? Uh, uh, that, hate. Uh, he says yeah, hate. He that's says hate. hate. There's no There's greater, no greater motivator. motivator. So next week, use it. He says, I learned uh, from a young age. There's no greater mm-hmm. motivator. Yeah. Yeah. So next week, use it. And then he hands the envelope to Prince Nana and says, it's a pleasure doing business with, business with you. Yeah. Big old stack of cash. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Tony Storm versus Will Nightingale. Full-on heel situation here with Tony and Soraya. Soraya had a distraction for, seemed like Willow might have been on the verge of winning this, but then Soraya had the distraction. Tony Storm got a roll up with a handful of tights mm-hmm. to get the win here. Soraya gets in the, in the ring, blasts Willow from behind. Her and Tony start stomping on Willow. Sheeta gets on the apron to to potentially help out. Now Ruby Soho runs to the ring to actually make the save. Yeah. She got a big old uh, a big uh, pop right there. Um, so a, a, a good story beat to start here in the beginning of the match is they shake hands to start, mm-hmm. but then after Willow has the early advantage, Tony again offers her hand, and as Willow goes to shake, wapa slap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from that yeah. moment on, you know Tony Storm. Bad guy. Bad guy. Yep. Uh, Then we get Ethan Page, Stokely Hathaway promo. Stokely says the locker room is buzzing because Jungle Boy is saying that he's done with them. Uh, But we're not done with you. And just like I told Big Bill, it's embarrassing that we lost to two people named Hook and Jungle Boy. What a bunch of ridiculous names. (laughs) So Ethan says Stokely's been nice enough to let me make Isaiah's life a living hell. I've been having a blast with Matt Hardy on Elevation, but the fun is done. You want to tap out uh, Lee Moriarty? Friday, it's payback. Payback. Uh, I like this next bit of Kanosuke t- uh, Takeshita interview, and uh, he's asked about his match with Brian Danielson last week. It was a stellar match. Yeah. He says, uh, he says I loved re- wrestling Brian Danielson. He's my hero, and I learned so much from that. He says, now I'm going to watch his back because I don't trust MJF. And then he says, MJF, and he says a bunch of really aggressive stuff in Japanese, and then Renee says, well, what does that mean? It says, uh, means MJF is an asshole. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was, you know, I was a bit last week. I was like, they need to really need to give this guy a character. This is all I need. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. this shit was great. You know, he says like a whole bunch of shit in Japanese. And they're like, what does that mean? It means he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and Takeshita's expression after, after saying yeah, a big that smile was, on his face, perfect. like a big, yeah. you know, cheeky smile on yeah, his face. Perfect. I thought it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. And then we had our main event Kushida versus Darby Allen. Uh, really fun Ooh, bout. Was a good uh, Kushida, one. as you would expect, working Darby's arm, softening it up for that uh, hoverboard lock. Dude, this is one of those. Me, even my arm was starting to hurt watching by the end of this match because he was working the shit out of this thing. He it was. was great. He was. That arm ringer on the floor is rough. At one point, uh, Darby sets up a chair on the floor, hits Kushida with a bunch of strikes, mm-hmm. puts him in the chair, is looking for a drop kick off the top. Well, Kushida avoids the drop kick and puts the arm bar on, the fl- on, on Darby while he's on the floor. Mm-hmm. That bump yeah. just from the top rope to the floor enough was awful. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, it was that was rough. Stuff. So Darby barely beats the 10 count there. Uh, they end up on the top rope. Kushida puts on like a key lock and then flings Darby off the top using that. Uh, looks for a hub- hoverboard lock. Darby blocks it. So then there's Young Lions ringside. Mm-hmm. They came out with Kushida. Of course, Sting's there with Darby. So yeah. the Young Lions offer Sting their white towel so he can throw on the towel. Yeah. Well, Sting looks at it, wipes his face with it, and throws it to the crowd. Yeah, no white towels here. Nope. No Trent Seven here, man. Nope. So then Darby reverses the hoverboard lock into the Last Supper to pin Kushida to get the win. Yep. Yeah, no, I thought that was a stellar match. Really good stuff. It was good. It was really good. Fun episode yeah. of Dynamite. Absolutely. So we have a question thread right here on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Shout out to Franklin Davis, our most presidential sounding that does uh, presidential. Uh, new patron here. Franklin Davis, new patron. Also, Cruz, Mike Gould, Jack Napier, and Chris Louie all over the past week or so. New patrons. So thank you so much for the support. We appreciate it and enjoy the bonus content. They all get to participate in the question thread. We do after uh, for all the recap shows. Uh, Crane Pool Seven says, "Do you think the elite will welcome Hangman back?" Because that obviously is who Hangman was talking about when he yeah. says, "I have some amends. I got to make amends with some people. I got to." Yeah, yeah, that makes so, the most sense. Yeah, I would think. Will so. they welcome him? Welcome him back? They're good guys now, right? Yeah, I think so. I think they're good guys. Unless they're in Chicago, yeah. That's a good point. But the same could be said for Hangman. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Alex, Alex Foster, Foster says, beside Juice Robinson, are there any current wrestlers you guys just don't get? Alex says, for me, it's Sasha and Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. No hatred. Mm-hmm. I've just never seen it. Sorry, okay. does. Please don't hate me. It's all good. Nobody hates you. Uh, anybody right now that you're just like, eh, I don't know. Nobody comes to mind. Like obvious names. Yeah, right. Um, I mean, nobody that like, I mean, I, I should say of, of wrestlers who are relatively popular and reasonably well-liked for their work. So I can't I'll, think of yeah. anybody that I'm like, I just don't get it. I'll say this because I just don't think that they've been given much to work with and I'm kind of waiting it out. But everybody loves Liv Morgan. Uh-huh. And so far, I don't think anything she's really done, even with this latest iteration of her character, 
I'm not really into what I see. I'd rather her spot because like she's on TV a lot. Mm -hmm. And I know Sony Deville is too, but I really like Sony Deville. And I'd like to see her succeed a lot more sort of in character on TV. Um, so like, yeah, Liv Morgan, I've done, I've never really been like every, even her good promos are like, uh, not really. That yeah. Good. I'm not really into it. Not yeah. really into it. Um, another, <laughs> Ooh, I shouldn't even say this one. What? Who? I want to get in trouble. I want to get in trouble. Alexa yeah. bliss. Alexa bliss. I think there's a lot that she can do. I think she's capable of a ton, and they just they, this her story has been so slow mm -hmm. that I just don't really care. Mm -hmm. And there's other people that I do care to see, even if they're not given a whole lot. So yeah. that's why I point her out. All right, man, I'm gonna get all the Alexa stands in the comments are gonna blow me up for that one. It's like Adam Bull Baby here in chat says Randy Orton. I never really got Randy Orton until I don't know, like three years ago, and then it made sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, Jacob's mommy says Seth Rollins. Yeah, wow. I love Seth. I think Seth is doing great Yeah, Seth work. is great. Seth is Who's great. That? I'm trying to think of anybody at the top. Do I still have the, because uh, I was doing a video on the betting odds for uh, whatchamacallit the other Rumble? day. Yeah, so like uh, Drew is really close to the top of the betting That's odds. That's interesting. Yeah. I like Drew, though. I think he's great. Yeah, Drew is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's anybody else. Oh, a Section 4 Wrestling here. And Chad says Johnny Gargano. Uh, you know what's funny is that I actually understand that one. I don't feel that because I think that Johnny is 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 fairly charismatic. Mm -hmm. But like, I understand why people are like, yeah, Johnny Gargano's not that great. Especially since main roster, they have not done. Yeah, I mean, they've not taken advantage of. What no, they, they haven't. Do. They haven't. They haven't yeah. at all. Uh, yeah. Cat Dad Seven says, "Who would have thought that the biggest story coming out of 2022-23 would involve wouldn't involve Vince, but rather Larson being hesitant to take calls with Paul to looking forward to them?" Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, tomorrow, big call for you. Yeah, Triple H. Yeah. Yep, good stuff. Steve Klein says, "I've always been a fan of open challenges. I like the matchups and the Darby and Danielson. Darby and Danielson have been having fun, and there are matchups you want to see in AEW that we haven't seen yet." Have we seen Danielson versus Pac? No. I don't think we've seen that. Yeah, I want to see that. That'd be great. That's a good one. That would be great. Yeah. God, she looks so comfortable back there. I know. She looks so comfortable. She's like, she's she's so like, that was Turbo in his last like four years or so. It was like, I would just walk by, he'd be on the couch or the bed, and I would just be like, this makes me want to sleep now. I know. I, 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 I see her back there, and I just want to take a nap. <laughs> Yeah, she's so comfortable. I was thinking, I was like, man, I might get rid of this couch. And Lacey's like, your dog spends most of her life on that couch. Mm -hmm. You can't get rid of it. Mm -mm. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Uh, uh, sleazy Mo, what's the possibility Dang, of Britt Baker turning on Jamie Hader the same way Triple H turned on Orton in 2004? I think if they were going to do that, they would have done it pretty quickly after Jamie won the, the, the title. Yeah, because it was literally like his celebration for winning the title. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Uh, Luisa Reza says, what are your thoughts about WWE's new commentary teams? Any changes or improvements? WWE's new commentary teams? Uh, still not huge on Kevin Patrick. I just don't really feel like he adds much of anything. Dude, I can't. He, sound, he sounds like he sounds like a fan. He doesn't sound like a like a serious broadcaster. Like, oh, man. Oh, man. 
Like, what's going on now right if now? Now you put Vic Joseph on Raw. Yeah. Who's with the... Uh, who's on Raw with uh It's Corey Kevin? Graves. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Vic and Corey. They made a good team before. Yeah, but then again, I really like Vic and Booker T on NXT. <laughs> I don't want to break that up. I mean, dude, honestly, you just put Vic, Booker T, and, and Corey Graves. You just pay Booker a lot of money to travel. I think that's probably the thing. He probably just don't want to travel. Yeah, it could be. Well, I mean, he has I to travel think. to Orlando once a week. He doesn't live in Orlando. Yeah, I know, but that's like one play. Yeah, that's yeah, a good I know, point. I know, I know. I get, I get the overall point that he lives okay. in Houston, right? Yeah, yeah. If he's going to take a flight from Houston to Orlando, as opposed to seems Houston like to that's New York like a to... root, a routine that he'd probably easily get into, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yellow, the yellow flash. What do you think the reasoning behind Tony and Paige's turn is? For Tony, I get it because like she was champ, and she had that interim tag on it for the longest time and then she lost it then lost the interim tag and then lost it to a couple of AEW homegrown talents and mm-hmm. she's probably resentful of that mm-hmm. and I, I could see why Tony would be resentful yeah mm-hmm. yeah totally yeah and then I mean I don't know with Soraya maybe it's a, it's a matter of hey Jamie Hayter's the champion we see all this love that she's getting and I'm jealous of that you know yeah I, I don't know in terms of like storyline like I don't I don't know but I, I like it I think it's I think it's interesting mm-hmm Mm-hmm. It's not boring. It's all I want is to not be bored, and I think it's it's not a boring move. So I'm cool with it. Agreed. Uh, David Batushek said Saray and Tony Storm turned heel last night. Do you think there would be a possibility of a blood and guts match involving AEW originals and Saray's team of former WWE outcasts uh, being made as a blow off? Yeah, I think that's a very real possibility. It's probably why there was quite a bit of discussion on social media last night about it. So let's say AEW is going to do that blood and guts match. What is it? Four and four or five on five? Let's say four and four. Okay. Let's say four and four. You got Soraya. You got Tony storm. Got Athena. You get Athena. Athena. That's good. Oh, she'd be a lot of fun with those two. And then who else? Because on the other side of well, they'll try to get Ruby on their, on their side. Try to get Ruby on her side. Yeah. Yeah. But then on the other side, you got Sheeta. You got uh, Willow, uh, Willow, Ruby. Yeah, but Ruby's the thing is it wouldn't really fit though because you're not doing the homegrown. Well, versus. I mean, she could. It could. Her thing could be. You got. You got to do Hater and Brit. You could do Hater and Brit, but I mean, you could do Ruby with the idea of 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 she's the only former WWE uh, 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 wrestler who's like, no, this place is actually better. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's like dude when they did like. Remember when they did the invasion in WWE? Like none of it made sense. No, it didn't make any sense. <laughs> it's like Jericho is still Team WWE, I think, and he obviously should have been Team WCW. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know if you want if you want to because they're not going to turn Ruby heel. I don't think would that would think be so. kind of that would actually be a lot of fun though. Athena, Ruby, and uh, uh, and Soraya and Tony. Mm-hmm. That's a fun. That's a fun group right that there. Is, that is a fuck fun it. Group. Turn Ruby heel. Turn her bad guy. Uh, and then yeah, you got Britt, uh, Hater, Willow, and then uh, Sheeta. Oh, that's a killer four on four right That'd there. That'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Who wins, man? Who wins? Oh, the AEW originals have to go over. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Uh, Blake Whitehouse here asks, "Who should be AEW's first big part timer?" Uh, oh wow! I would say Danielson. I was about to say Danielson too. He said this is going to be his last full time contract. So, 
I, I refuse to believe Mox is ever going to be a part-time guy. No, no. I'd say either Danielson or Jericho. Like, Jericho wants to keep doing it, just not on a regular basis, you know, in a few mm-hmm. years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Patrick Sparks, B-Man, says, Hangman said he had some fences to mend. How would you book the mending of fences between Page and the Elite and Page and the Dark Order? Well, he'd have to get, like, the Dark Order signed back to the company because so many of them are gone. So right now the Dark Order is just uh, Silver, Reynolds, and uh, Uno. Uno. Yeah. Yeah. So he'd go to those guys and say, look, it's time for you guys. time for some hard truths. Time for you to break up. Stop using the stupid Dark Order name. And then that's it. What if he tries to create a super faction between the Elite and the Dark Order? Uh, the Elite should laugh at him. Say, the Dark Order is not Elite. <laughs> <laughs> like the Dark Order show up with elite gear on, and then whoever the Lex Luger of the elite is would come out and say, "You are not elite," like Lex Luger did to Rey Mysterio. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see. Your Mayor Planet Houston says, "Who's the better dad, Rey Mysterio or Billy Gunn?" I feel like Billy Gunn is, to be honest with you. You know, he's he's look, he's not completely like trying to annihilate his kids. He's, you know, he's like, hey, you guys are acting like assholes. I like the acclaimed. They don't act like assholes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and there's a line that I'm not going to cross. You know, Rey Mysterio, he, he had his child's custody up on the line on a ladder match. Yeah, that to me is that's enough to be like, you're like worst dad ever. Not yeah. ever, but like that's a really, really bad dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like Eddie Guerrero was like, <laughs> I'm your new puppy, I say. He said that to a six year old. I'm your new puppy, I say. <laughs> oh, that's an all time one. Oh, that's that's an all time line. Yeah, it's Ray. Ray's terrible. Ugh. Anyways. Uh, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Once again, if you're watching this on YouTube and you enjoyed the show, do us a favor, give us a thumbs up, hit that subscribe button and the notify bell. We'll be back tonight for smash zone live on the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and that's going to do it. So yeah, thanks for watching. We appreciate it till next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.